There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Lori and Julian show from your Monday here on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Thank you for joining us. And we've been talking about Kobe Bryant today. And I, I didn't know this until I read it in the paper today. His very first game in the NBA was against the Minnesota Timberwolves. Did not know that. He uh, played just he played a few minutes in the game, didn't score any points, got a couple of rebounds. And he played against a certain gentleman by the name of Kevin Garnett. Yes, he did. That was his first NBA game. Wow. Our guys. Has Kevin made a comment? Uh, you know, I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. That one, yeah. I mean, the tributes are just still pouring in. And even on Twitter, then uh, Rip Altabelli, because that family oh, lost three people, mom, dad, and a daughter. That's Yeah, it's just it's so, so, so sad. Oh, jeez. Okay, uh, let's move along to Hollywood, shall we? So Donnie posted this trailer. Julia and I watched it. It's an HBO limited series called The Undoing. And Nicole Kidman has partnered with David E. Kelly. Yes. Who did the script doctoring for Leanne Moriarty's Big Little Eyes. Uh She's partnering with him for Nine Perfect Strangers, a Leanne Moriarty book. And she's partnered with him on this New York Times best-selling novel called You Should Have Known, which they've renamed The Undoing. Right. And Hugh Grant is in it. We saw photos of Nicole Kidman and Hugh Grant yeah. like in New York City last fall filming something. And um, so it's about a marriage counselor who learns her perfect life is only a mirage, leaving her to dismantle one life and create another for her child and herself, and it looked very intriguing. It looks very library, intriguing, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah, yes, plays, uh, I think he's her husband, isn't he? Hugh Grant, yes, yeah. plays her husband, and and Edgar Ramirez is in it, and the the showrunner I think is from the the Night Manager that we love so much on AMC a couple yes. years ago. Um, it's called The Undoing, and when does it start? And here? Donald Sutherland, oh plays yeah. her like her dad or her father-in-law. Yeah, Edgar Ramirez is the detective, and it is going to uh, May 2020. Is oh, when so this we is have time out. for that. Yeah, we have Boy, two. she acts a lot. Yeah, she right. is always working. You it, know, uh, Keith Urban told uh, Seacrest on the red carpet that she was at home with the flu. 
Oh, okay. And he looked like he hadn't had his hair perfectly quaffed before. Like he might have been, you know, giving, bringing her some tea. Bringing her some soup and tea and not Something. spending all the time in hair and makeup before the, the red <laughs> That's carpet. Right. Okay. That's right, Julia. Okay. Uh-huh. A man's got to do some other things That's besides right. get ready. Like, uh, yeah. Uh-huh. Also, I want to uh, thank somebody out there in the Twitterverse. Let us know about a movie. Mick Jagger, Eloise, let us know. Thank you, Weezy. Uh, there's a movie. Thank com- you, Weezy. Yeah, that's her her, her Twitter trailer, oh. her Twitter name. It's called, it's going to be released on March 6th by Sony Pictures, and it's called The Burnt Orange Heresy. And it's a, it's a drama directed by Giuseppe Capatondi. And it's based on the book by the same name, if anyone read that book, The Burnt Orange Heresy. Nope. It's a thriller. Okay? Oh, it sounds good. And uh, the guy who was in the last season of The Affair, who played Maura Turney's lover, the Hollywood guy, he's in it. I think his name is Clace Bang. Yes. Mick Jagger. And again, Donald Sutherland, who's Gosh. in the Nicole Kidman. It was selected as the closing film at the 76th... Venice Film Festival, uh-huh. and uh, um, anyway, Mick Jagger plays this art dealer. You know, mm-hmm. he's always wanted to act. Has he? Mick, has yes. this been something? Okay. Oh, he's been in he's, a few he's things. He's been in a few things. Like yeah. Bob Dylan has sort of wanted, dabbled in the acting thing. You know, mm-hmm. but he plays this art dealer, and in the trailer, his hair is combed back, and they're like on. You know, they're lake. There's their lakeside at Lake Como. It was all filmed in Lake Como. Wow. Yeah, that's going to be kind of. And Donald Sutherland replaced. Um, Here's what it's about. Yeah, tell us. Hired to steal a rare rare painting from yes. one of the most unbelievable painters of all time. An ambitious art dealer becomes consumed by his own greed and insecurity as the operation spins out of control. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Rated R for sexual content, nudity, language, drugs, and, and Mick violence. And Jagger is the art dealer. Correct. Wow, so yeah. he has a big role. We'll and Christopher Walken was originally going to be the painter, becomes the target of the art world heist, and he dropped out, and Donald Sutherland replaced him. I see. Okay. I love Donald Sutherland. Yeah. I like the name. I know, the burnt orange heresy. Mm-hmm. So, all filmed in Italy. A, a, a gal by the name of Elizabeth Debicki is the woman in it, so that kind of looks good. Elizabeth Debicki was we in the night things. manager. Yes, oh, she that's was. how we the know her. Blonde. Yes, she was. Yes. Yeah, she was so good in that. Yes. She also plays Alice in um, Windows. What? Uh, oh, Widows. Remember the Widows thing with? Um, oh yeah, yeah. Last year with Melissa. Um, no, was she in that? No, yeah. that was someone else. All right. Yeah. It was um the woman from Murder. Murder on Thursday nights. What's her name? The lady that How to get away with yeah. murder? What's her what name? What are we playing? Clue? Yeah, that she was in the Widows. Oh, Widows. Elizabeth Debicki. Yes. With Viola Davis. Thank you. There Thank you go. God. I knew you'd get My it. Lord, I know I'm filling in the jigsaw okay. puzzles. Yeah, that's what you got there. We yeah. played a fun we played some fun games at the cabin. Um my friend made this horse, this horse betting game in a box. I mean, that was like. No, she bought it. I thought she, her husband, made it. Oh, he did. Yes. No, she said it no. was called the horse race game. But it's for sale now. But they've been playing it for years, and he made that. Oh, it's very fun. I love winning won, money. Lori wins all the I time at gambling. Twenty-three dollars, Donnie, in very a game nice. with quarters. What's the object? Getting the your horse across the finish line oh, okay. and having you know? the cards that it's your horse. It was really fun. 
I won you, every single hand that I we played. You did. I was on fire. I was the first I one out. I needed to go buy a lotto ticket. You is did. what I needed to do. I was totally the first one out of there, out of there, out of there. Um, All right. The gentleman just did, you know, so-so. It came in fourth place with 11 million. Chris Hewitt gave it two and a half stars. He said Guy Ritchie is... Um, Interesting. He doesn't make good movies. He doesn't know how to end them. He, he, I feel I heard, like he doesn't edit. I heard Charlie Hunnam... I heard more of his interview that he did with Hugh Grant and, mm-hmm. and McConaughey with Andy Cohen. Yep. And here's what makes me think that Guy Ritchie, this might be a problem for him for his movies. So Charlie Hunnam says, because it's the second movie he's done with him, he did the King Arthur. He said, Guy Ritchie loves to rewrite the pages. Oh, all the time. So yeah. you memorize the script for the next day, and then he comes in in the morning and says, I've changed everything. Mm-hmm. I've rewritten everything. He said, so you really got to be on your toes with him because he changes his vision. Mm-hmm. So this could be a problem with the movie. I'm still kind of intrigued. Well, it's got a 72% yeah. of Rotten Tomatoes, I mean, and I think that's not bad. I mean, I, we've seen I, it's an 85% score from the audience. Yeah, so I think uh, Hugh Grant is like everything in this movie. People are really digging him. Uh, uh, Chris Hewitt said he hasn't had this much fun in a movie. It's obvious since Paddington 2, which he loved and was fabulous. <laughs> he said that he was the best movie yeah. of 2018. And he I still haven't even it. seen it. Yeah. yeah, and but he said Hugh Grant is eating up the scenery and he's relishing, like turning the corner because we kind of saw him when he was in that one British show, a very public affair, yes, or whatever yes. that was. Yeah. He's gone from leading man to, to like a these character. character. Yes, yeah. mm-hmm. yes. So anyway, but he's being, you know, he's got people. He's mad at him across the pond. Yeah. Well, you know, Brexit is uh, people. It was a 50-50 basic split on that with the country. Yeah. So he was not for it. He's not. And he's speaking about it. But he just says it's it's going to be a catastrophe. Catastrophe in the country's finished. All right. Well, that's. That's one way of looking at it. But what do we know? I mean, we're not part of the Brexit. We've only been part of Mexit. Harry and Meghan. I know. Sussex. Much different. Much, much different. (laughs) Uh, James Franco, by the way, he does not want his involvement in the Johnny Depp Amber Heard defamation. He wants it kept private. He's asking his deposition and and any answers he gives be sealed. But let's talk about why he's even involved. All right. James Franco was seen in an elevator with, what's her name? Amber Heard. Amber Heard. The day after the alleged assault took place going up the elevator and she didn't have any bruises or anything on him and he saw her so he can say no she didn't have bruises or yes she had bruises because everyone else says she didn't why would he why does he care i don't i why would he want it to be private because maybe he's still friends with her or something or um he really wants it to be private, and if it comes out, because maybe they did some crap in the elevator, or maybe there's some dirty dog stuff happening, Lori. I mean, I'm just saying. Right. He doesn't even want people to know he's doing the deposition. Right. He wants it all to be sealed. But we know, we saw him on the elevator tape that he was there with her. Yeah. And he, you know, of course he's going to be, well, this is how cases are supposed to work. Yeah. yeah. He just, do you, he's worried about someone leaking the transcript. He is. Mm. 
And he wants there hmm. to be, um, if it comes out, there's... What does, I wonder why finance. he's so worried, because, you there's know, he's got, got uh, allegations about him being... Uh, sexually naughty. Well, I wouldn't call it sexually naughty. I would call it being inappropriate and charges of um, intimidation. And- yeah. So I think something might have happened between right. the two. Right. I don't know what it's yeah. going to be. Maybe... What other questions they're going to ask him besides, well, that's did she what, have any bruises? What else right. are they going to what ask? Else, how long were you seeing her? Yeah. Which could have been before this night. Right. And their marriage ended, and he doesn't want that to be known. I mean, there's a lot. Why was she with him the day after? You know, I think he lived in this. I think he has a condo, I thought, in the same no. downtown Los Angeles a building that Johnny Depp lives in, that they both live in that building. She was with him. He was with her. Okay. No, I'm I'm going to look that up, though. That? I'm going right. to look it up just to make sure. I, Julia, I believe your gossip memory when it comes to Amber and Johnny. You're pretty on top of it. And uh, you were wow. very... They're still not done with each other, those no. two. Nope. No, still... I mean, he's supposed to do a deposition either um, this week or the week of February 10th. They gave him two choices. Because he's all done filming the deuce. I don't know what James right. Franco is doing Long next. Over. But well, I'm going to look it up. I'm going to look up a couple right. things about him. But it's you time for the up. Dirt of Alert. You look up and we'll be right back. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. The ways uh, in which we measure our lives. Uh, yes. <laughs> What's up? Hi, Holly. Hi, guys. Hey. Hi. All right. Uh, let's start today's third alert. I did want to give you an update regarding uh, some Kobe Bryant news. Now, the word has just been published that the game between the Los Angeles Lakers and the Los Angeles Clippers for tomorrow night has been postponed. Is that because his funeral is going to be tomorrow? No. Uh, no. It, the NBA is saying... People are too distraught yeah. to play. Yeah. I think it would be so... Just fraught with emotion. The two hometown teams uh, playing against each other. In a statement, the NBA League office told Variety, quote, the decision was made out of respect for the Lakers organization, which is deeply grieving the tragic loss of Kobe Bryant, his daughter Gianna, and seven other people in a helicopter crash Sunday. And they said that this game will be rescheduled at a later date. Okay. So they're just doing it out of respect. Uh, How about all involved. the, I mean, the tribute, I mean, the flowers oh, and everything that people are bringing down to LA Live and Staples, Staples Center. Center. Yeah, he, Kobe Bryant, think about what he meant to the city of Los Angeles, yeah. mm-hmm. not only as a superior and inspiring athlete, but as one of the city's own. Yeah. Just a hometown hero. Yeah, 20 years. Yeah. Stayed on the same team. Right. Yeah, that doesn't happen. It and does. it gives mm-hmm. back a lot and did a lot for the community. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. It's just truly just the tragedy. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. 
of the story of the death of Kobe yeah, Bryant. It, all it, those it, families, it's just, yeah, yeah it's very sad. It and is. I wonder if everyone is rethinking their helicoptering. Because, you know, like, I guess Kylie Jenner's been in this helicopter. and Yeah, Kylie Jenner said that she has rented out this helicopter before and that she and her daughter uh, Stormy have been in it. And I think also Rob Kardashian's child Dream may have also been a... Well, you know, I think because of the traffic. People, well, it's the it's traffic. Like the LA thing, but my but, gosh, there's still so many mountains and stuff. I just, I'm, well, I'm, ner- I'm a nervous helicopter person. Are you, well, it was Very a cloudy so. day. I know, I know, but I'm just, I'm a nervous helicopter okay. person. I bet people are, I bet the helicopter tourism business in LA for dates is going to not be all that for a while. Right. It's okay. going to take and a that's hit. That's fair. And I, I think you. even some of the millionaires and billionaires are going to just like take their cars. All right. Yeah. Understandable. Yeah. Understandable. You're going to want to look at your equipment, have it checked at the very least, if you're going to be commuting by helicopter or even just taking a pleasure Does it cruise sound in a like helicopter. This, like they think it might be pilot error from the early indications. The, from early indications. Well, I think that there are multiple factors. Okay. Julie, like you said, it was a foggy day. So visibility, I think, uh, may have been impaired. And then it may have been pilot error. The investigation is ongoing, so yeah, I can't right. speak truthfully to any of these all kinds right, of things. Fair. They're but, just saying, um, let's see. Well, they're just saying that... It was flying low in foggy weather with poor visibility. Yeah. You know, here's somebody who was talking to CNN uh, about being in a helicopter, saying they're very complex. They're saying that they just don't fall out of the sky, meaning That's that true. there's going to be an investigation about what happened. Like, mm-hmm. if it was a combination of user error, mechanical failure, all sorts of things that, you know... are. It was an accident. Yeah. You know, a very tragic accident. So, uh, obviously, we're going to have more details about what exactly happened with that accident and the causes of it as the days move forward. Mm -hmm. Uh, And... uh, so that's about all we know right yeah, now. Okay. Yeah. Um, moving on from that, a little bit of royal gossip. Oh, Thomas Markle, Meghan Markle's father. Is he at it again? He oh. is at it again in a Tell big us. way. So he told Good Morning Britain that he wants Prince Harry to, quote, man up and finally meet with them, saying he would be, quote, happy to duel with his <laughs> candy ass. That is a quote. Uh-huh. And who is this dude? He's so stupid. Keep going. <laughs> Keep going. What else he called him? Oh, he called his son-in-law, quote-unquote, whipped by his <laughs> daughter. Thomas Markle said, man up and fly down and see me, meaning make a trip to Mexico. He said, I'd be happy to duel with Harry anytime. Duel? What, yes. Oh, what, are, what are we? What? Who is this Swords. guy? No, no, he preferred firearms. No, firearms. Yes. He did, did he not say, say yes. that. He did not say, what say he said. that. Quote. Stop. Yeah. Stop. No. One Who ra- is this? Let, him, let her speak. <laughs> One round in the chamber. Cocked. Ten steps. Turn fire. Yeah. That would settle the score. He actually what is, what is wrong with this? This is Meghan Markle's dad. Yes. yes. And he is on Good Morning Britain saying these things. Uh. On British national television. And you wonder why they wanted to get out of this damn country. Oh. That they would. No. 
that they would well, know you're they're paying him for I this know. interview. Is it Piers Morgan? Because he'll pay for everything. To it's good morning, Britain. Yeah, it is. That would be. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, Thomas Markle says that the reason he's doing all these interviews with the press is it's, because he insists it's the only shot, quote unquote, at getting through to his daughter who, <laughs> oh, hasn't, who hasn't spoken to him since Thomas Markle, Megan's dad, didn't show up to the wedding almost two years ago. Nor should she. And she's, he's ensuring that she, she won't. won't. I mean, Absolutely. he's challenging her husband right. to a duel. I <laughs> it's really funny. I mean, come on. Uh, now, Thomas, That's nutty. Oh. Thomas Markle did go on to say, you know, he talked about how he's probably going to be the key witness against Meghan Markle in an upcoming court case. That is the one between Meghan Markle and the Daily Mail, noting that it could prove to be the only way that he could get in the same room as his estranged daughter and her husband. He told Good Morning Britain, Thomas Markle, if it comes to meeting them in a courtroom, that's great. I'd at least finally get to see them. Now, he insists he doesn't want to face off battle. But he's asking for a duel. He wants a duel with Harry. (laughs) I mean, you know. He is... He's just oh, well, How mortified would you be if oh, that was your dad? Yeah. And sad at the same yeah. time. I think the sadness that is stunning. Chose, just he's chosen money. But he did before. Yeah. She had two years to get used to what a lout yeah, he was. That's true. That's Let her down. On. He'd do it again. Yeah. I get an overwhelming sense of pity oh, yeah. when yeah. I think of Thomas Markle and its sadness that he is going to these lengths. Yeah. To exploit his what is probably some genuine family drama. I mean, yeah. that happens in life. But the sure. fact that he is going and he's selling the story out, it's just, oh. Then, I mean, you know, I bet Pierce told him to say that. I mean, I kind of have feel a like feeling. there's some coaching gets, on the side. He, there's some, some coaching to be that yeah. cocked, run to ten, turn, fire. I mean, that sounds like Pierce Morgan. Ugh. But yet he said it. Yep. Yes, he very much did say that. Now, uh, somebody in TMZ speculating that Meghan Markle and Prince Harry could make quite a bit of money on the speaking circuit, saying that they could make at least $500,000 for each speaking engagement. That's according to a person who works at GDA Speakers, and they book celebrities in speaking gigs. Now, that's a pretty lucrative circuit. You go in. I got to be honest, okay, Mm -hmm. because I'm just going to say something here that I'm not going to be liked for. All right. Can't wait. I can see him making that, but I can't see her. That's not unfair to mm. think that way. Yeah. Because I don't yeah. know what all that big that she's done. Yeah. You know, she's not established. Right. Yeah. Okay, so no, I can fair. see him. I, I can't see her. Yeah. Yeah, they right. have different quotes. Yeah. For their speaking services. Yeah, that's totally fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. His celebrity and her celebrity are kind of different. Yeah. You know, like, but, but together, then... Yeah, I guess I I feel like he's got more um you know I don't know yeah that's yeah that's too soon right it's all just too soon yeah well Well, not doing anything you don't need to lecture him right now they're just sitting (laughs) in Canada on Vancouver Island just gazing into Archie's eyes and going is he should we give him a brother oh walking the dogs and wearing cute beanie hats glad we're away from all those stuffy couches oh. Exactly.
I think they're going to be all right, those kids. All right, tell us what's happening on the roads. Well, your mind talk. Lady Holly. Oh, yes. (laughs) I'll take it. All right, your mind talk traffic is brought to you by Virtual.com. Starting near Golden Valley, 169 southbound across from 394 to Highway 55. In Little Canada, 35 east southbound across from Highway 36 to Little Canada Road. In Minneapolis, 94 eastbound. Debris on the roadway. That's happening right around Highway 55 to Cedar Avenue. In West St. Paul, Highway 52 southbound. A stalled vehicle blocking a lane from Butler Avenue to Highway 156. In Arden Hills, 694 westbound. A stalled vehicle blocking a lane from Highway 10 to right around Hamlin Avenue. And in near Minneapolis, 394 eastbound. A stalled vehicle blocking a lane. That's happening right around Lake Street to Penn Avenue. Traffic brought to you by Virtual.com. Check it out. Bladder infections, yeast infections, birth control. Well, these are just some of the things you can get prescriptions for at Virtual.com. It's real treatment really fast. Try the online clinic at Virtual.com. Your 5 Eyewitness News weather forecast, mostly cloudy 18 tonight, mostly cloudy 24 tomorrow, right now 25 and cloudy. Listen wherever you are, whenever you want with the MyTalk app. Live streaming and on-demand podcasts right there in your pocket. Download today at mytalk1071.com, keyword app. Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about sex for now. To the people at home or in the crowd. It keeps coming up anyhow. Don't be coy, avoid, or make void the topic. Because that ain't going to stop it. Now we talk about sex on the radio and video show. Many we know. All right, is it sexy time already? Already? I'm ready. Well, if uh, you've wondered about uh, any cheating, if it's going on in your life, Illicit Encounters, yes, that is the website similar to Ashley Madison. Oh, okay. You know, aimed at people who are actively looking for affairs. The most popular alibi used by cheater, cheater, McCheaters? What? Going to the gym. Who Going did, who, to we saw the gym. That on this is us. Yes, we did. Is that right? Yes, we Ooh, did. Okay. You don't got to be real creative you with don't. your al- alibi. No, no. Uh, okay, so here are the top ten cheating alibis. Okay. So this is bad for people who are truly going to the gym. But um, so for women, that's our number one. We say we're going to the gym. Oh, women do. Women do. <laughs> Okay. I hope you go to the gym before you start saying that yeah. when you're having an affair. <laughs> Night out with the girls. Okay. Working late at the office. Oh, office. Having a drink with the office crew after Gross, work. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. Be walking the dog if you got a dog. I'm shopping. Walking the dog for two hours. Yep. <laughs> Seeing relatives. Well, some right. people can get it done quicker. <laughs> okay. Seeing relatives. Okay. Meeting a good friend. Beauty appointment. Playing a sport. That's those are the the, the ladies. The ladies. Okay. What do the men say? Now, men, the number one cheating alibi a guy uses. Of course, they have to switch the sport depending on the time of the year. Watching football at a buddy's. Oh, okay. Mm. Watching the game at a watching buddy's. The game. Whatever, watching the game, whatever that might okay, be. Got it. So that's the number one. So I guess if you, I guess the 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 true. Tickoff is all of a sudden there's an uptick in going to the gym, watching more. Well, that's games. what I was yeah. saying. Yeah, uh, playing golf. Okay. Uh, working late at the office that comes in three for mm-hmm. both the ladies and the gentlemen. Socializing after work that's the same. Boys' night out. Yes. Walking the dog. Guys use going to the gym down at number seven. Meeting a best friend, seeing relatives. Playing so, in a turn, you know, it's playing kind of some funny, organized. It's kind of funny that girl, women use we it as going number to the gym, one. Going to the gym. Yeah. And guys say, uh, watching the game, mm-hmm. the buddy. 
So now going to the gym is a euphemism. Yes, it really it is. is. And I'm trying to think, like, with Casey, like, he'd have to start going to the gym, like, I guess at night. Because right, because he goes to gym. He goes to the gym all day. He's in the morning. Yeah. yeah. You know. So suddenly he starts, I got the gosh, they got the spinning class That's at, at night. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. old, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So there you go. That's, right. there, that's what we know from illicit affairs. Okay. Today, we're coming to the end of uh, the divorce month. January is the divorce month that does happen. Um, divorce is peak. It, it is. About mm-hmm. 25% spike usually in, de- in divorce advice being handed out by friends, relatives, and lawyers. Um, and for free at Trustler Law for your first hour. There, there you go. Uh, it doesn't mean people are filing now. Just people are putting out the feelers, getting their bills in from making sure all the December bills have come in. You know, so balancing the budget, balancing figuring the out budget. where the money is, putting their ducks, putting getting their ducks in a row before they yeah. do it. So okay. if someone stopped nagging you and they used to do it a lot, but they've stopped. They may be giving up, you know. Maybe say. ask them. They, they might be giving up. Okay. Makeovers are suddenly hitting the gym a lot more. That's uh, can be a New Year's resolution, or as we just dis- discussed, an infidelity sure. thing. So just be careful if there are other your other red flags. Okay. Being late at work or getting busted in a lot of little white lies. Got it. Because you can't keep all your stories straight about where you at a gym appointment, where you're or at. Or were you walking the dog or were you right. with your girlfriends? That's or were you right. at the game? That's right. I'm confused. Were How you could you do all those? the dog at the gym. That's right. How could you do all those in the same night? Okay, now here's one. Oh, Lord. Do, do you guys believe in soulmates? Like in the um, idea. Well, the idea is the lovely. Idea, yeah. And you can have, here's what I've come to decide about. Because I have, I, I have felt more than once that I've met my soulmate. Yeah. More than once I've been wrong. And so here's the thing. Sometimes you just feel like at that time in your life. It that was the perfect it was person. The right person. Right. You might have, there's more might, than one. Right. You know. Like, well, I always hope. ask my mom if she would like to meet her 70-something soulmate. And she said, no, she had enough mating in all of her other years. She doesn't years. have any interest, huh? None. That, the she love was so cave young when she became closed. a widow. <laughs> the love cave, cave is shut down for business. How okay. old was she when your stepdad passed? I mean, she was young. Uh, yeah, it was 10 years ago, yeah. so she was 68. Okay. She was 68, and... Um, you know, but I mean, most women are the ones who become, you yeah, know, know, widows. You don't meet, you know, it's, yeah, know. that is the way, that is the, the way field. it goes. Yeah, and the field trains. And her husband was a Vietnam vet. He worked on uh, airplanes in Vietnam, Agent Orange. He died yeah, of cancer. Yeah. yeah. That's. So there was a lot, lot, lot of, of lot of Vietnam. No, but a oh. lot of Vietnam uh, vets die in their mid 60s to early 70s. Okay. Because of that. Yeah, that's, okay. that was a common thing. So anyway, over half Americans said, yeah, lady, men, are, men are slightly more believing in soulmates than women. Really? 60%. That's kind of sweet. I know. That's, Isn't that something? That is something. That's sweet. Well, let's just ponder on why guys think that once they've found somebody that will screw them feed oh, them my God. let them do their hobby and 
they're happy with their work, meaning the guy. They think that's a soulmate? Yeah, pretty much. It's not really the definition of a soulmate. No, I know, but that's how a lot of guys are happy with that. Yeah. You know, they're like happy with that. They're Mm -hmm. happy with their life. I've got a bright, shiny object. I've got meaningful work. (laughs) Right. I've got somebody I love to screw, and they like to feed me or eat with me. Life is good. Like I've always said, we're simple folk. Simple, simple. (laughs) So that's why I think maybe guys... Because if they're partnered with somebody, right? Remember, a lot of times who will initiate sometimes later in life divorces are the women. Oh, not how would I know? Yeah, oh, gee, <laughs> that's right. I'm mm-hmm. looking in the mirror. Mm-hmm. What the hell? Anyway, women are maybe we're just more realistic about it, but you think most of us that's believe- funny because we always, you know, when we grew up, it was the knight in shining armor and all that, blah blah blah. So, yeah, okay. And still the pressure to find the one in your 20s. Right. You know, mm-hmm. maybe it's not much pressure, but there kind of is. Like, you really do still? convince, you kind of convince yourself, like, when you're 23 or 24, like, you've met the person and that's it. And now you can be done. And there's sort of a sense of relief. And then mm. you wake up and you're 30 or 31 or 32. Maybe I'm speaking from personal experience. I think you, you are. go, Wow. <laughs> Life is long, and I'm only going to get laid 185 more times. And it was, that's the math. (laughs) I know. The sex math. The sex math. Okay, speaking of sex math, people sleep naked, have more sex. We have another. I know that's Yet another thing. I don't know why uh, it is, but uh, the average nude sleeper gets lucky five times a week compared to four times a week in pajamas. That's only once. I mean,. I don't like Where sleeping did they do completely this poll on a beach vacation. I place? think so. Five I don't like. Times yeah, a week. yeah. I would what? like all the some nude sleepers to call us right now. Um, but uh, people comfort is the number one reason why people wear pajamas. I agree, hundred percent. Yeah, and uh, for for it's warmer, it's more comfortable. You don't have to wash your sheets as often oh, okay. because you're not leaving. You've got <laughs> no, that much less more body. Yeah. To, have you ever looked at your black socks when you've pulled off, uh, pulled them off, I'd and then, not. or like your gym leggings and looked at the inside of them, you know, and see how much Dead flakes skin. of skin. Yes, Ooh. in your gym leggings is where it shows. If you take them off after you've been sweating, yes, you, can, you do see that. Yeah. So that's your sheets, you know, and we know, uh, we know already from just personal life experiences that between the ages of high school to mid twenties, uh, we are our laziest, uh, I would even say a little later. Yeah. We're, we're at our all time (laughs) highest. We will never be lazier in the uh, sheet Sheet. department than those ages. Yeah, It's true. Yeah. Yeah. If, if you, a lot of people don't even use a top sheet. Anymore, they just use the comforters. That really makes mm-hmm. me oh, sick like to think of all the skin cells sloughing in with the goose down. That there's not everybody in their twenties has a down comforter. Well, but they well, don't have some kind, some kind of a comforter. Of it's right. going in with the synthetic fill, whatever it is. Right. Oh, well, you know what? Here's the thing: you don't even know you're being a pig, so who cares? Exactly, yeah. and you're just pigging on yourself. That's right. Mm-hmm. Except for if you've got somebody. Who knows a clean sheet? Well, and then when you the would bed have cracks to... when you get your oh. knee on it. Oh dear! <laughs> you know, there's 
there's just in I don't know that you know at that age the the satisfaction of having clean, fresh, so crisp delicious. sheets on your bed is. Julia, I would like to go out with a Latin word today. Oh, for I oh, love Latin words. <laughs> no, not Latin. Greek. Excuse oh, me. Greek. Next week will be All right, Latin. Fine. Okay. But I just because I I feel like there's a certain amount of shame or afraid to use this word oh gosh it's a, it's going to be about a genital it is the I'm word clitoris okay <laughs> is greek for divine and goddess like that is a beautiful thing <laughs> and i would like Who more knows? goddess okay, worshiping it's, happening it's a greek word for what altar. it's a greek word for what divine and goddess like i like that okay all hail the clitoris <laughs> Okay. okay, that's our bumper you, sticker. That's you, the T-shirt next year. You're going to enjoy the episode of Sex Education, where she is demonstrating that to the ladies. Oh, is she? Oh, yes. You know what? Really, I'm tired of the hidden temple not being praised. <laughs> so she's got this huge molded vagina. Oh, oh, Donnie, people need to know. I, this is really she, she actually removes the clitoris and shows it to me. Yeah. And then she says, okay, ladies, okay. get out your mirrors. Oh, my God. That's hysterical. I do I'm love that show. I'm going to have to watch show. that it's show. Oh, funny. I'm going to have to anyway, watch that. Namaste. Oh, thank you, Lorraine. Okay, oh, we'll my be gosh, right back. Funny. Part of the My Talk experience. For more fun, follow us on social media. Find My Talk 1071 on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Everybody hurts sometimes. Everybody hurts someday. Hey, hey. Everything gonna be alright. Only the constant say. Hey. Here's to the ones that we got. Cheers to the wish you were here, but you're not. Cause the dreams bring back all the memories of everything we've been through. Toast to the ones here today. I, you know, I've been wondering, did you read the paper yesterday? Did they publish the winners of the puzzle contest? Uh, I missed that story about the puzzle, puzzle contest, contest winners. I totally... Remember, it's part of the same ball winter carnival. I'm, I'm trying to get a team together for next year for that. I was just curious. Yeah, good luck with that. Yeah, good luck with that. Good luck with that. Uh, by the way, Lizzo, last night, her uh, post-Grammys party, she hosted at the... How do we not know about the Crazy, Crazy Girls, Girls Strip, Strip Club, Club in West Hollywood? It's probably just somewhere along the way. Rosalia was there, little Naz X. He got out of his Versace. Yeah. And he went, uh, like, a, you know, just jeans and a t-shirt. Lizzo had a zebra dress on and amazing blue boots. The, the boots are everything. Wow. The boots are everything. And then Camila Cabello um, shed the big... You know, clipping bangs, clipping bangs, and the clipping skirt, and mm. is in a mini um, Versace gown, holding hands with Sean Mendez. Yeah, well, I think they're still. I think they're an item. They're still having their fake romance. I don't. Yeah, I think they're an they're item. Having. No, I. I do. I'm just gonna. Did you see it. how he just looked ill on the red carpet? Because he, he looks knew he like had he's to not to eating. This party afterwards. They're so funny. <laughs> no, that, he did. Lori, he did. <laughs> I don't want to go. <laughs> I, seriously. <laughs> okay, and uh, Olivia Munn is letting us know that she was working on something with Kobe Bryant on a project to help kids be less afraid of death. Oh. It was one of the, enter- remember, with his entertainment companies. Mm-hmm. Um, so she said uh, they they were brainstorming to help kids be less afraid of death. 
and to do we were going to something they were going to do at granity studios which is the entertainment studio he opened yes and um so anyway i told you my idea about what the night sky would be made of and i was inspired olivia munn is writing this whole thing who lost their daughter to cancer and you know there are i do kind of remember that with my little brother like when i was like i don't know maybe I'm 11 years older than he was, yes. so I was like 15, and and he was like whatever age that is. Is that four? four sure. Yeah. Anyway, he kind of had like a, a minute or two about being obsessed of what happens to you when you die, sure. like a four-year-old Oh, yeah, would, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and, yeah. and I remember just thinking, yeah, where are my mom and dad, you know? Why do I have to do all the parenting? <laughs> well, no, I, I was like, I, you know, I just probably made up some magical answer or whatever because I was used to kind of like putting things into that way for yes. my, my two younger sisters anyway. But I do remember he had like this thing where he was like really hmm. kind of worked up about it. Well, I'm then maybe to, somebody had died. Maybe yeah, we'd had somebody die or something. Yeah. You know, that would prompt it. Anyway, what else, what else do we know um, about the Grammys? Or do we have well, anything? Well, all right, we other things that happened. Oh, I do have this about the Kobe uh, that the pilot was told, "You're flying too low. You're flying too low." They already know that. Yeah, but he was given permission to use what they call visual flight rules instead of the instrument rules, considering the Except conditions. Except that when you can't see, he got the go ahead. No, I understand that, yeah. but then, yeah. Oh, it's just sad, you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so what else can I mean? But that I think you're gonna. I think we're gonna find out it was pilot error with weather. I do too. Is what I is what it feels like. Uh, um, that we're we're gonna find out, mm-hmm. you know. And remember how you wanted to go to Calabasas? When I did. We were out in LA? I totally said to Lori, and I said we... it's too far away. It's, it's... forty five minutes and no traffic from where we were in Beverly Hills. Mm. I totally just wanted. She goes, "We'll just stand outside the gate where everyone lives," and I'm like, "I just want to see it." And I, you know, it's you go up the one hundred one. Yeah. So it's like, uh, you know, Calabasas, Westlake Village, um. Then you get to Malibu. So it's okay. not all the way out as far as Malibu, and it's more, it's in the yeah. mountain range. You're not where Malibu is on the beach, the but beach, yeah. I would say it's like right almost opposite, south yeah. a little bit of, of Malibu, although Malibu really proper starts at the end of Sunset Boulevard and goes for like 36 miles. It's a long stretch but i'm talking about at malibu i understand what upper, you're saying i understand the upper part where the like the the country mart is and all of that so it is really quite um it's hilly if you get too low well, right. hilly but high enough you know mm-hmm. oh, so anyway we're gonna we're gonna learn more about that yeah, every day every, every we'll day more. but you know that that was not an obituary that anybody had prepared no no at um, all of the places. Yes. No, that's, it's just super sad. Yeah. I feel yeah. bad for the mom. Vanessa? Mm-hmm. Oh. Her oldest daughter and her husband. I just think Yeah, well, all, and all of those families. Yes, all yeah, of them. It, all of them. Yes, all it of them. really, really, really is. It did, it did kind of, like, make you call, like, did you call people yesterday? I sent a text to my sons. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's mm-hmm. what it kind of did. It sort of makes you realize, oh, geez. In a, you, anything could happen. Anything yeah. can yeah. happen. An accident could happen at any time. And-
anyway. Well, thanks for hanging out with us on Absolutely. this. Absolutely. On this Monday, we'll be back to gossip and kvetch and give you a new Greek word tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> this holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Bakers, fresh for everyone.